Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 38 of the formerly known Nonsense Podcast. We're going to start calling it the Truth Again Podcast, uh, but it's the same deal, same guys, me and my buddy Mike Baldwin, talking about all the uh, insane shit going on in America. Um, and as always, we have a lot to talk about. I would like to focus mainly on the town hall thing um, that Trump just did with CNN. Was it just with CNN? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um which, what balls that guy has to even do something with CNN. Here you got Biden, who won't even do a, uh, you know, um, debate or anything, any kind of campaigning this year. They're just like, we're just calling that off this year. <laughs> and uh, Trump, that, that's like that's like just going to the devil's playground and just being like, I'll answer your fucking questions. I mean, you know, come on. Yeah, I mean, he definitely had to know what kind of questions he was going to get. And I think that's funny. I guess we can talk about it after we watch a clip or two from it, but I'll mention now, like the, the questions that they asked are the questions that he answered. And then afterwards, all of the like CNN talker people are like, can you believe that all he wanted to talk about was January 6th and election rigging? And it's like, you asked him about January 6th and election rigging. Like, of course he's going to fucking answer the question. I don't know. It just seemed, uh, like you said, very ballsy. And I'm glad that he handled it well, you know? Like, it just shows that he knows. Well, for one, it shows that he sat in a room, like those videos of DeSantis that came out and, like, practiced this shit, you know? And was like, all right, what if she asks you this? What if she calls you on this? And like, you know, they went through all of these scenarios and stuff. So he was like, I'm going to have the answers ready for these things, you know? I never saw those videos. There was a video of uh, DeSantis practicing. Yeah, it was him, like Matt Gates, and like their flip flops just standing in a hotel room. And he was like, he was practicing for, I think it was before the uh, 2020 governor's thing or maybe 22 i don't remember when he oh no i guess he ran for governor in 2020 it was before that it was he was like practicing to debate against the other guys that were running for governor <clears throat> and people are like can you believe that desantis would say these things about trump and it's just desantis being like well i don't want to piss off his voters but like i have voted against him on a couple things so like you know what do i say there exactly and they just kind of work out like Oh, you know, like when I disagree with him, I'll talk to him personally, but mostly I agree like that sort of shit. It's it's similar to the Tucker stuff that's coming out like these super like cringe leftists are are like, can you believe that the person you supported said this? And I'm just like, yeah, I can believe that there's nothing wrong with it. Like, why are you trying yeah. to fucking make it into a thing, you know? What's your opinion on DeSantis? Do you think he's still one of the good guys or do you think he's uh, kind of a deep stater just pretending to be, you know, Mr. Mr. Republican to hopefully get Trump out of the way? I mean, the more <clears throat> I would think that if he just wanted to run for president and get Trump out of the way, he would be out there talking shit about Trump a lot more than he is. I think him sitting back and just staying quiet about everything makes me think more and more that he's just in there to like bring out that the rhino Republican stance on everything. Like, and the DeSantis camp is saying this about Trump and it's like, 
it's just showing us this whole group of people that are republicans but that still don't have aren't like america first maga republicans they're like whatever their definition of the old republicans are and that's not what trump supporters want you know so if anything i think they're just bringing it to light but i don't know that's what i thought i remember arguing with a friend of mine way back when uh the trump ukraine call came out and uh I was like, I think he did it on purpose. Like, I think he's doing all this shit on purpose. And my friend's like, why would he do that? And I was like, to show that Biden was the one actually doing it. And he's like, he wouldn't, he, Trump's too fucking stupid to come up with that. But now, five years later, I'm like, I don't know. Biden seems to be kind of getting in trouble a little bit. I wish I had that clip. I didn't think about it. Which one? The uh, quid pro quo? No, the, uh, the press conference that the uh, House uh, GOP guys gave yesterday morning where they went through and they were like, uh, there were like 16 LLCs that were started by different members of the Biden family. And like China would give money to a person and then that person would like divvy that money up to these different LLCs. And they were like, we've got all the bank statements here. We're subpoenaing more. We're subpoenaing certain people. So we're going to have way more info on this soon, but this is just what we have right now. And it's very damning. And so, you know, they, uh, different people talked at different times during the press conference. And <clears throat> one of them was saying like, um, like it doesn't, there's nothing illegal about having an LLC and getting money from someone. If you can, say what the hell it is your LLC does and what the hell they were giving you money for. And they can't with any of these. Like these are just fake businesses, basically, that different members of the Biden family. He said it was uh, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Joe's brother, whatever his fucking name is, uh, like two nephews or nieces, like a grandchild. Um, the uh, Bo Biden's widow slash Hunter Biden's girlfriend or whatever, like all of these people were getting money from these different LLCs and stuff. So, and they, they have bank records that prove that it came from China and then also from uh, different people in Romania. And I don't know what the hell Romania has to do with anything, but that's what they have now. And they were like, based on this, like the list that we have of stuff that we can't prove yet, but that we will be able to prove, like China is the most reputable country on the list of countries that we have that they were doing business with. Meaning every other country is like fucking shady, apparently. And didn't they break the story of that Santos guy getting uh, indicted the very day that all this... Shit. <laughs> I dropped the coffee pot. Sorry about that. I'm glad <laughs> a thousand pieces. Um, yeah, didn't they break that the day the stuff that came out about a Biden the Biden family? Didn't they for pretty pretty much for cover? Oh, like the moment that the press conference began, they it was trending on Twitter, George Santos, you know. So yeah, I mean they obviously did that to try to hide that story a little bit is what I think. It could have been coincidence, I guess, but nobody said necessarily what that dude even did. They were just like, he had a spy from the FBI working in his office and, and now he's fucked. But 
I don't know what he's actually been charged with, if anything. All I've heard are, are rumors and what sources are saying. Right. Yeah, I don't think any of it's a coincidence, uh, personally, and I, I doubt you do either. But um, they they always do that. And how could all that shit coming out about the Biden family be less newsworthy than uh, this Santos character? Who, again, I you said it. I don't even know what he did or who he is, really. Yeah, nobody knows. I mean, he he got uh, fame, I guess, before because it turns out that he lied about a bunch of shit when he was signing up to like run for Congress. He just lied about like where he worked and like how long he went to college and what degree he got and that kind of shit. And they were like, you need to resign for lying. And he was like, fuck you. I'm in like you can't kick me out. If you want to kick me out, then go for it. But I'm not quitting. So uh, I but I don't know what he's like voted on or how he's voted or what kind of guy he is. I don't know any of that shit, but I, it's just pretty clear that they were like, fuck the press conference started like uh, fucking arrest somebody. And they're like, uh, what about this guy? And they're like, fine, just fucking quick. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if we're going to didn't, didn't, I mean, we, we've talked at, at nauseum about what a piece of shit Joe Biden is, but didn't he lie about, all of his college records and everything else too. Like he graduated at the bottom of his class and he claimed he had oh, three yeah. degrees and they're like, uh -huh. do you really have three degrees? And he's like, well, one, but <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking scumbag dude. Um, before we get into the town hall meeting, which is the main um, thing I want to talk about. Um, I, sometimes I go through our old podcast and I see things that I meant to talk about, like on my little notes thing. Right. Um, and I don't think we've ever talked about the fact that um, Alec Baldwin wrote Trump a letter back in the day. And I guess Trump has all these letters from celebrities that used to write him, you know, like mm -hmm. back when letter letter writing was actually a thing. And they were all like, he's going to write a book about it, apparently, about all these celebrities that wrote him letters telling him what a great guy he is and how generous he is and how much they appreciate him and all this shit. And uh, I just don't think we ever mentioned that before because... Biden is, or excuse me, Baldwin is one of the uh, biggest Trump haters out there. Um, so I just, I just find it all very interesting that you know, and all these yeah. fuckers are are on Epstein. They've all been guests on Epstein Island at one point or another. Most of them. Yeah, and you would think like at least one of these people would come out and be like, "Yes, I went to the island. It wasn't what you think. Like it, it was." just you know it was a nice dinner party like there were strippers there they all looked in their 20s to me like it was just a fun rich guy night like how often do i get a chance to have a rich guy night you know he offered to take me to a fucking island none of that everybody's just completely quiet about it like so i that just makes me think like they were doing things that they regret while they were there yeah, that's a good point. It, it reminds me of of the fact that uh, Biden has that granddaughter that he doesn't acknowledge because it's because she came from a stripper that Hunter knocked up in Arkansas. And you know, if if he had any kind of morality, he would be like, "Yeah, she may not have came into the world under ideal circumstances, but she's my granddaughter, and I love her, and this is her, or whatever." You know, but he can't do that because he's just such a scumbag. But that's a good point that you make about Epstein Island. You think one of them would be like. Yeah, I went to Epstein Island. I didn't realize that he was what he was at the time, but he invited me to an island, and who the hell was going to turn that down? It was free, and you right. Know. And I was like asking my friends, like, "Who's this guy?" And they're like, "He's fucking rich. 
he's weird. Be careful. And you're like, no, I'll be careful. He reminds me of like uh, Craig Glazier, who for the people that are just watching are like, he was the comedy club owner in Kansas City. And he like always had Coke and always had like a hot stripper with him or whatever. So to me at age 18 or whatever, I was just like, man, that guy's cool. Like that's the kind of old guy I want to be. He drove like a Ferrari or whatever the fuck he had, you know, and uh but I didn't know that he was a piece of shit until years later. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, yeah, that guy was shitty the whole time. Like, why did I ever, like, think of him in a fatherly way or whatever? I was just young and dumb, you know? Yeah, but you're right. None of them have ever done that. And it seems like they would have all gotten together at some point and been like, hey, do you think maybe we should just come out and say this and get in front of it? But they, they, they never have. And Britney Spears recently came out with a book, or she's trying to. I guess all these celebrities are trying to, I don't know how they keep another celebrity from, from writing a tell-all book or saying what they want to say. Um, and, and I wish I, I could speak more. it just more. won't get published. Like, they just know the guy at the publishing place, and they're, like, putting pressure on the guy or whatever. But the guy's like, yep. dude, I'm going to make a fucking million dollars if I put this book out. Like, come on, you guys. Are you familiar with what I'm with what I'm talking about? Yeah, I heard something about like Britney wants to put out a book and all these people are like fighting her to make her not be able to put it out. So, yeah, to me, it just sounds like they're putting pressure on people either that or maybe she's like telling stories about these people. So they have lawyers being like, you can't put this book out. And Britney's like, that's what happened. But I don't know. She's a good example of like. I don't, I feel like her life has not gotten drastically better since she got her freedom or whatever. Like I've dated a few girls like that where it's like, you do need somebody to keep you in line and like on a sleep schedule and that kind of shit. Otherwise you're going to just be a crazy person. I'm <laughs> glad I'm not stuck dating any of those people anymore, but it has happened. Yeah, well, it's a good thing you quit drinking or you probably would be. This is true. Um, what else did I want to say before that? Um, well, while you think, I the letters you were talking about are in an actual book that Trump put out. And it's like $100, so I'm not going to buy it. But it's just a book of like Xeroxed letters that Trump has gotten from all sorts of people. Alec Baldwin, I think Carrie Lake is in there. Um several others i don't know how many total but they're all pre or i guess other than the carry lake most of them are like pre-presidency you know and people are just like thank you so much for your generosity like you're one of the good ones that kind of shit and now all of those same people are just like he's a fucking piece of shit did you remember what you were thinking um I was going to bring up E. Jean Carroll case in a second, but you would think that would be something that he would not be. I mean, unless it's going for his campaign, I guess, but you think that he would just try to put that out there for as many people to see, even though, excuse me, even though the people who need to see it the most probably wouldn't read it. Um, Trump derangement syndrome is very strong and it never ceases to amaze me how strong it is. So at this point, no matter what kind of, um, evidence you come out with or anything that he's not the devil. I think there's some people that are just never going to realize that he's not, you know, and then you have that big, huge part of the population too, that's so stuck up on window dressing. They, 
they don't know anything about anything. All they know is that Trump has an abrasive personality and they're like, that doesn't seem like a president, you know, and those are the people I just want to shake and go, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter if you don't like him. It's it just, it's so irrelevant, you know? Um, we're, we're on the verge of losing this country, like for real, if, if we keep going down this road and letting these fuckheads win. And the media in this country, it, it's so gross to me, dude. Like, it, it, I wonder if they, if they know and they just go home and like that lady on the town hall meeting last night, does she know what a terrible person she is for, for putting it, for doing what, doing what she's doing the way she's doing it and all of CNN? I mean, do they know and they just can't do anything about it because they'll lose their jobs, their, their livelihoods or their life? Or do they really believe this shit? That's what I always wonder. I don't, I don't know. I think some of them, I, I'm sure they're all different, you know. Some of them probably really do believe that stuff because I've got a few friends like that that are just like, Trump's going down. And I'm like, I don't think he is, dude. Like, But then I also have others that like re- are more and more they're realizing how bullshit everything is. So... I, I, it's a spectrum, you know. I wish that we had the video of uh, CNN was talking about it afterwards, and uh, Byron Donalds, who's a re- Republican black dude, was there. I don't know how he got on exactly. If I was CNN, I would be like, no, not that guy. Let's get a fucking, like, a Mitt Romney or somebody that's halfway on our side, you know. But they got him, and he went on and was basically just like, he just pointed out the bullshit, you know, like America doesn't care about this shit that you guys care about. They don't care about the riot, the insurrection, that shit. Like they don't think it was an insurrection. They don't give a fuck about this lady. Like all of this stuff, Americans care about like how much gas costs and if their children are safe and that kind of shit. I don't know. It was, I thought it was cool. Yeah. I wish we had that video too, but yeah, we should talk before we talk, before we bring up the town hall meeting uh, videos, we should talk about E. Jean Carroll. Do we have an E. Jean Carroll video? We have Trump talking about it last night at the thing. Okay. Um, all right. That maybe that should be the first one we play. I'm not sure which one it is though. Cause none of these are labeled correctly. Cause we did this kind of last minute as far as the videos. And just play one. If it starts weirdly in the middle, then I'll be like, no, not that one. And then you can play either of the other two. Okay. Um, yeah. But before we even get into her, before we play the video, we should say that a lot of her legal fees were paid by, um, what's his name? Hoffman, the head of LinkedIn, who's like the biggest, the biggest Democrat donor there is, I believe. If not the biggest, definitely one of the biggest. And he was also confirmed um, to have been on Epstein Island. So, I mean, all this stuff just, the hit keep coming. <laughs> um, okay, I'm, getting, I'm totally guessing because we've got eight videos here. They're all pretty short, but uh, do you remember which one Eugene Carroll was as far as? I mean, it'll be, it'll show Trump sitting there with like American flag sort of shit behind him. I think it might be this one. I had this great chemistry. We're walking into a crowded no, department, sir. This is the one that starts in the middle. Play either of the other two. And wow, that looks fuzzy. I had to save it in a small file to be able to text message it to you. So okay. uh, for those of you that love this podcast for the videos, 
It's, uh, just listen. <laughs> just say it disqualifies you from being president. Well, there aren't too many of them because my poll numbers just came out. They went up. Okay. I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm the only person in history who had a charge like that. And the, usually you, you leave office, you say, I'm sorry, but I'm going to back home. I'm back home to my family and everything. I'm going to be resigned. My poll numbers went up and went up with the other fake charge, too, because what's happening is they're doing this for election interference. This woman, I don't know her. I never met her. I have no idea who she is. I had a picture taken years ago with her and her husband, nice guy, John Johnson. He was a newscaster, a very nice man. She called him an ape, happens to be African-American, called him an ape. The judge wouldn't allow us to put that in. Her dog or her cat was named Vagina. The judge wasn't allowed to put that in. All of these things, he would, but with her, they could put in anything. Access this Hollywood. This is a jury of nine people who found right. you liable of sexual abuse. Do you think that, that that will deter women from voting for you? No, I don't think so, because I think the whole thing, just so you understand, really, I never met this woman. I never saw this woman. This woman said, I met her at the front door of Bergdorf Goodman, which I rarely go into other than for a couple of charities. Now you can play the other one. I had to cut that in half to keep the file size small enough. Okay. But the other yeah. one is continuing from that point. Okay. And a few minutes later, we end up in a a room, a dressing room, of Bergdorf Goodman, right near the cash register. And then she found out there are locks at the door. So she said, I found one that was open. She found one. She learned this at trial. She found one that was open. What kind of a woman meets somebody and brings them up, and within minutes, you're playing hanky-panky in a dressing room, okay? I don't know if she was married then or not. John Johnson, I feel sorry for you, John Johnson. Mr. President, can I, can no, but I think, think of it. Think of it. I know you're let me just, if I could, because you asked the question. This was a just jury, so you understand, though. if I was walking in at the park, because I was very famous then, and I owned the Plaza Hotel right next door, I owned buildings around it, I'm not going into a dressing room of a crowded department store. Then I say, if she was being raped, and by the way, they said she wasn't raped, okay? That was her charge. It was, they found that he found, abused her. No, no, what, say what? They, did, they said he didn't rape her. And didn't I didn't do anything else either. You know what? Because I have no idea who the hell she is. But Mr. President, I don't know who I, this woman is. Can I ask you, given your recounting, I don't your know version, who, and, and I tell you this. But Mr. President, are you ready? Can I, can I, and I can swear I ask on you my because... children, which I never do, I have no idea who this woman is. This is a fake story, made up story. We had a horrible Clinton appointed judge. He was horrible. He allowed her to put everything in. He allowed us to put nothing in. Mr. President, this is a you're recounting your version story. of events here right now to the audience. I mean, let the man finish, for Christ's sake. You know, just quit interrupting him. That's like the CNN tactic. They bring somebody on, whether it's whether that's their news show or a town hall meeting or whatever. If they don't like them and they start saying things, they interrupt them so, so much. And he's pretty good at just deflecting it. But a lot of people aren't. Like, I've seen a lot of people on CNN. I don't watch a lot of CNN, but I've seen enough to know, like, God, these guys are dicks. Just let them finish. And to be fair, they all do it. Sean Hannity does it. Um, but it drives me crazy. And I don't understand how they're going to, how she he's not convicted of raping her, which I don't know how they would have ever proven that anyway. Um, 
but then they they say he's liable to give her five million dollars, which he's not going to end up having to pay. Um, I don't think so. No, I think he'll appeal it, and I think it'll end up getting thrown out. But for now, it's like that's all the the Trump haters need to like celebrate their little victory. You know, people are probably having little tea parties together and shit and like toasting one another to be like, we got him finally. And then in two weeks, they're going to be like, what? Like, I thought this, I thought we had him, but no. Which, it, which, which is what they've been saying now for what, seven years? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's why I don't even, and I think most MAGA America first people are like this. Like they are getting texts from their friends. It's like, what do you think Trump's been accused of? sexual assault now and we're just like and i don't he didn't fucking do that like it yeah. says it doesn't even register you know and it's like they they had to change the law in new york to be able to even have this trial because there's a statute of limitations on sexual assault and that kind of shit and they like changed that law to be able to file a, a civil lawsuit for sexual assault in new york and that's the exact thing that this chick did to him. And it's just, I don't know. It seems, I'm sure people have seen the of her on Anderson Cooper being like, people think rape was sexy. And Anderson Cooper's like, all right, we're going to go to commercial. We'll be right back. And she's like, don't you think so, Anderson? And he's like, we'll talk about it in a minute. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Like, it's yeah, just, and how- uh, I, I don't know. And how are you going to have the judge be a Clinton-appointed um, judge after the, you know, the war they had as far as, like, against each other when she was running and he was running? I mean, how is that not a conflict of interest? And how does this shit get to where it is? And how do these, first of all, but then you have to ask how the jurors came to the conclusion that they came to. Are they all paid off? I mean, probably could be. It's so dirty anymore. Um, or they, yeah, I don't know. or it's just a, it's a New York City jury, and they get to pick the people that they de- definitely don't want on there. I heard Tim Pool talking about. I guess he was reading the court transcripts or something, which I are are out there as far as I know. Um, but he said they dismissed one juror because he had watched the Tim Pool show before. And they're just like, we don't want those kind of people in here. We don't want people who think and like read and that kind of shit. So, I mean, maybe they just picked the perfect jury, you know? And I'm not sure how the jury system works in New York with a civil trial. I don't know. I heard her say nine jurors convicted you of this. I don't know if it's a jury of nine or if the you just have to have a particular portion of the jury to agree to something. Maybe it was a jury of 12, and there were three people that were like, this is all fucking bullshit. And they're like, ah, those people don't matter. Like, nine of us agree. I'm not sure. I don't know. So I might just be talking out of my ass, but maybe it's what? just nine. Either way, it's like, it's not hard to find nine people who hate Donald Trump if you're polling downtown new york city if you're walking around times square i'm sure you're probably going to find a lot of people that are like yeah that guy's a piece of shit (laughs) well and so so what are they what conclusion did they come to that he should pay her five million dollars the way i understand it it was because he denied it 
and was like, I would never have sex with this chick. She's nasty and she's a fucking liar. And he was like, she's got a book coming out. So she's just making this shit up because of a, a book deal or whatever she got. And I think those kind of sentences are what they nailed him on as far as uh, defamation or whatever. I don't know the story of the actual sexual assault, um, but I heard somebody say like the definition of what sexual assault is based on this law can be anything from like an unwanted pat on the arm to like, you know, knife to your throat in an alley rape like and everything in between so i don't think it was hard to be like you know and then he put his hand on her back and she just didn't like that and they're like oh we got him on that one i don't know i'd have to read the court shit and i'm not that guy tracy beans is that kind of person she's all about reading long court documents and then telling you what exactly the hell it means and she's done a lot of the carrie lake stuff lately like um in the Carrie Lake case, they're going back to the judge to be like, we've done like Freedom of Information Act requests and like uh, some, I don't know if they did subpoenas or whatever, but like we have information now that existed before the case, but that we weren't aware of. And now we've found all this new evidence too. So we think that you should rethink these decisions that you made before. And apparently that's some sort of court loophole and so now the judge is considering this. So there's a chance that the Carrie Lake case might go all the way back to the beginning. But if you remember, I've been following along the latest thing before all this in the Carrie Lake case was that like eight of the nine things that they asked for got thrown out by this judge, but they still agreed to look at signature verification. Uh, but now that they have this new evidence, they're saying like, you should relook at all of this shit, the different ballot sizes, being printed like uh, everything and so with the, the judge hasn't come back to respond to that part yet but uh there's still shit going on and they even did it during the town hall last night where the lady was like uh, uh 60 courts across the united states have said that there was no election interference and it's like no that's not what happened at all like 51 of those 60 it didn't even become a case. The judge dismissed it before they even got to like introduce evidence or anything. The other nine or 10, I don't know what the, the reasoning was exactly, but the point is like, nobody's sat down and actually challenged all this shit, but the leftists out there being like, Trump already tried this and failed. And it's like, no, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. And, and I, I will just never believe that fucking Joe Biden got 81 million votes or that Carrie Lake lost that election. Um, I don't think there's just, just don't think there's any way that, you know, I think this, it, we always forget about this, but Trump got the second most votes in history, which is why they had to cheat so much because he got like 5 million more than Barack did, who got 69 million. I mean, that's pretty significant. 5 million more votes than the most popular president ever and you have to wonder how long they've been doing all this cheating you know i do wonder and it, it i mean according to the uh what is that called the fall of the cabal and all those like videos it's been going on since before the bible was written you know like different family lineages and that kind of stuff it's like no no like we 
this is going to take generations and we're going to raise our families in such a way that like my great, 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 great grandchild will get the thing that I wish that I had today. <clears throat> so yeah. Well, that's true. But I think we talked about last after the podcast was over, I came across that picture of Barack Obama's grandpa and it said that he was related to George Bush, like they were cousins. And I, mm-hmm. the first one I when I when I first read that, I was like, yeah, that, I, who knows? That's probably bullshit. And then I went to Wikipedia and looked it up, and it's true. Like they're all related on some level. I mean, and they're different parties, different races, different. You know, I guess Barack Obama's grandpa wasn't wasn't a black guy. He was. Uh, I don't know if it was his blood. It wasn't his blood grandpa, or maybe it was actually. Yeah, I um, think it was. His mom was white, so it was probably yeah. her dad or her grandpa or however it, it all works. But yeah, and but, I'm, there's a lot of controversy. I guess you could say controversy, just a lot of mystery involved in what Obama's history actually was. You know, I've read things about like college records being uh, hidden for lack of better words and like, where did he come from? Did he do like CIA training? Were his parents in the CIA? Like, is he related to all these other political people or was he just some guy out of nowhere who like just spoke good and like won grassroots just like that? Or did he have a fucking machine of people that were like, this guy's next. We're going to make all the new, every news story is going to be about how awesome he is. Like we're going to shit on anybody who, makes fun of him for having like a Muslim name. This is like not long after 9-11, you know, after we spent years being like people in Iraq are, are the enemy, people in Afghanistan are the enemy. Here's Barack Hussein Obama. And everybody's like, wait, what? And they're like, eh, don't fucking, don't talk yeah. bad about him. And we're like, but this is the thing that we've all been talking about. Yeah, well, I, f- I forget who his mentor was. My father-in-law was always talking about it. Um, gosh, who's his mentor? This guy that his whole thing was so, so, so the seeds of discontent. Um, damn oh, it. like I, I Saul Alinsky or something? Saul Alinsky, yeah, him and Clinton. That, that was He was both of their mentors. Um, and that was his whole thing. Rub raw the seeds of discontent. That's, that was the quote. And uh, that's who Barack learned all this divisive shit from and you know he's a smooth talker and got good speech writers and all that let's finish up the town hall meeting here i like there's one there's this uh, video here i think we've got two more of the town hall meeting um and this no, is from the one more i think okay this is the guy that asked the question and i don't i haven't seen the video so i don't know what question he's getting ready to ask but we'll find out Did... together all right my, pres- my question to you is, will you pardon the January 6 rioters who were convicted of federal offenses? I am inclined to pardon many of them. I can't say for every single one, because a couple of them probably they got out of control. But when you look at Antifa, what they've done to Portland, and if you look at Antifa, look at what they've done to Minneapolis and so many other so many other places. Look at what they did to Seattle and BLM. BLM. Many people were killed. These people, I'm not trying to justify anything. 
But you have two standards of justice in this country, and what they've done, and I, I love that question, because what they've done to so many people is nothing, nothing. And then what they've done to these people, they've persecuted these people. And yeah, my, my answer is, I am most likely, if I get in, I will most likely, I would say it will be a large portion of them. You know, they did a very... And it'll be very early on. Oh, is that the end? Yep, I guess so. And that was the end. And there, the beginning of that was cut off a little bit, but she uh, um, said that he was a Trump supporter, and um, so that was just some dude in the crowd asking that. Um, and yeah, we've talked about January 6th before, but um, they, that's still one of their main talking points that they, they love to try to call it a violent insurrection and all that. And, and it just wasn't. It just wasn't what they made it out to be, just like most of the leftist arguments should they I, they I I think it is lucky and it it's it's good for our side I guess that nobody actually did kill anybody that day as far as like Trump supporters being crazy or whatever like cuz if they could point to a mob fucking like beating a cop to death or something ridiculous like that then they'd be like see this is what Trump supporters are like but luckily the I'm sure there were like feds and fucking whatever people like sprinkled throughout the crowd, like fucking Ray Epps or whatever. Like, come on guys, let's get riled up. Uh, but luckily none of them got people riled up enough to do anything like super duper crazy. But yeah, like Trump said, there were some people there that got out of control that like did things that they should be in jail for. But a lot of people that got arrested were just like, not charged with uh anything other than like trespassing or like going into a, a public building without being allowed or some bullshit like that you know yeah the overwhelming majority of trump supporters uh, are are just people who want the best for this country and and know that he's the best thing for this country and they're not about violence or any of that shit and uh yeah, it's pretty fucking gross. I mean, it's the same with, with lots of groups. Like, I look at, at trans people kind of the way that we're talking about Trump supporters right now. And it's like, look, 99% of them, I don't give a fuck. Like, live whatever weird life you want to live. It's, I'm talking about the 1% that's like, can I dance in front of your kid? And you're like, no. But then the left does the same thing that they do with Trump supporters, which is like, you hate all of these people. And you're like, no, I don't. I hate this fucking thing that this one guy's doing. And they're like, you just hate all of them. You're so hateful. And I'm like, they, it's not, first of all, the LGBT thing in general is like just taking, that's like the, you know, the Trump plus the, I don't know what, like people who like the Marvel movies. That's like lumping them in together. And it's like, yeah, some of them are the same guy, but a lot of them are not on the same page about any of this shit. That's what how I feel about like, all right, we've got gays, we've got lesbians, we've got people who are like into both people, and then we have people who wear dresses and pretend that they're something that doesn't fucking exist. And we're just putting them all together. And I bet the gays and the lesbians are like, what the fuck, dude? Like, that's not me. Why am I in this group now all of a sudden? 
Yeah. But uh, again, you know, I guess I don't argue really with people on the right, but people on the left that I've, I've tried to have arguments with, but I remember a comedian, I'm not going to say her name, but we were in, uh, we were in a cafeteria together and I really liked her and I still like her, but, but we were talking and, and I go, you know, I just don't understand how people think that every single person who supports Trump is a racist. There's millions of them. And I thought she would be like, yeah, I know that's ridiculous. But instead she just looked at me and it got really awkward for a minute, you know, like, well, they are. And I'm like, Oh, come on. They're not. That's like saying all black people are fucking criminals. If I said that you'd be pissed off at me and rightfully so, cause it's not true. And you know, but uh, it's very hard to have an argument with a fucking person who still believes in Joe Biden or it's going to become Obama. I wanted to make this, this point. It is going to be Michelle Obama. I would, I would almost bet anything that it's going to be Michelle and it will be very interesting to see if they do have any kind of debate, just how unfairly they will treat Trump. I mean, it, it will be off the charts. And if it comes down to the two of them, dude, you think this country is divided now? <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be I mean, if it is, I don't think that it's going to be. I could be wrong. If it is Michelle Obama, then it's because they're being told to run Michelle Obama. If Michelle Obama becomes the nominee, then I'm. it's just more proof to me that this whole thing is a fake set-up story to just reveal shit about these families. Like, that's what I think more and more that Biden is in there. I think the, like if the whole plan is real and all that shit, then one really good way to do it is to put the shadiest fucking guy you can in there. Who's hooked up his whole family. The whole family's fucking guilty of doing shady shit that Americans actually frown upon. And now we're, we're finding out about all of it. So if the Obamas get back into the mix of shit, like, if I was the Obamas and I saw this Biden stuff going on, I'd be like, I just want to fucking disappear because I don't want anybody finding out about, like, all the shit that I did. And people would, like, shake their head at Joe Biden when he was vice president. He was, like, Obama's dumb vice president. Like, and, and Obama, he didn't say he was dumb, but he basically, you know, he they put out videos and shit joking about it. Joe's like, hey, you want to go get some ice cream? And Obama's like, I'm working, Joe. Like that kind of shit. That like powerful brother, like weak brother sort of mentality. So anyway, my point is like, I think everybody in politics, even on the Biden side, knew that Biden was doing some shady shit then. And they were probably like, you're going to get us all fucking caught, Joe. Like quit. Don't take a check directly from China. And Joe's like, hey, like showing his check and shit. And they're like, Jesus Christ, man, you're going to fucking get us all busted. So, no, yeah. if the Obamas get back into the limelight, it's because they're being told to. And it's part of this whole thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the two tier justice system is is being exposed more and more all the time. And, you know, I, I hope that it's all headed towards military tribunals because they're never going to. You know, they might they might charge Hunter with a gun charge or whatever, but they're not going to charge him for really what he's done or Joe Biden, for that matter, or Obama or Clinton. They're never going to do that. So it's going to have to go to military tribunals. And 
that's what I've been waiting for for so long. And I think that's why people get so impatient about everything. They're like, this is bullshit. It's nothing. And I'm like, eh, I think it is. I think that they're just exhausting all options before they get to that point. Um, so yeah, we'll see. But- some things might just be something that we'll have to look back on in a few years and be like, oh, that's why they did that. Like yeah. this, uh, what's her name? Tara Reed, the lady that said that Biden penetrated her digitally, uh, meaning with his digit. Like uh, nobody gave a fuck about her when she was actually saying these things. But now that this E. Jean Carroll thing came out, and it's like, oh, we can charge people civilly for doing shit that happened 20, 30 years ago. All right, that's perfect. Let's get Tara Reid into a courtroom along with Joe Biden and find him liable of of whatever, you know? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. Who fucking knows? We got to... How much more time? Okay. I got to get going pretty soon. I got a show. Okay. Yeah, my family will be home soon, too. And my little boy doesn't give a shit what I'm doing. He just knows that his attention is the most important thing ever. Uh, so what video should we do next? Um, what, what, what do we got here? Any of them. I like this one. Speaking of Joe Biden. Criminal. You know, his very first act, the very first, I believe this guy Biden. I mean, he's a criminal. You know, his very first act, the very first day was to cancel the Keystone XL pipeline. And I'm in the oil business also. I don't know stocks. I don't like paper. I like tangibles. So uh, the day he took the pipeline, he canceled it in some executive. This is his first day, his first move. I knew what he was up to immediately. Oil is the lifeblood of civilizations. The moment he cut that pipeline, I'm selling oil at $30 a barrel. The next day was $130 a barrel. So the good news is, I'm getting extremely rich, but he's crushing the middle class. And by crushing the middle class, we we come to a two-class society, rich and poor. And that's the basis of revolution. The basis of revolution. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who is that guy, by the way? I don't know. Some guy. Some some rich dude who, you know, he admitted I was getting rich off of it, but it's going to fuck up the country. Um, so, yeah. Fuck, I hate Joe Biden. It's even really Joe Biden. I see more and more videos coming out all the time. Like, how come his earlobe's attached? Ears not... Yeah, they might have done a military tribunal three years ago, and they're just using a double or something now to just tell the story to the American people. That could be happening. I don't think that it is, but it's always an option. I don't know. I think I just get more excited every day about, like, why are they telling this story at this time? Or, like, why is this happening this way now? And when you look back on everything, then you can kind of see, you can see like a better picture being painted, you know? And I don't know if like Elon buying Twitter or Tucker getting fired or that kind of shit. And then, and then Tucker moving to Twitter, which is just going to help Twitter become even bigger. You know? Um, I don't know if all that shit fits in to the like actual plan of serious shit that's going on, but it doesn't hurt. That's for sure. 
Yeah. Well, I, I think I think it very well could be. I mean, it's going to be huge, and he's going to be able to say whatever he wants on Twitter. There's not going to be anybody policing him as far as that goes, uh, which is a good thing if you care about the truth. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. all the time, like, people on the super leftists on Twitter, you can see, are scared to tweet the way that they used to because they know they'll get community noted they'll get fact-checked by the general public so now, like before when they had fact checks on about covid and the the election and that shit that would pop up on on twitter and facebook and it was all super left-leaning stuff and now it's like right down the middle which is the way that it should be you know but if you posted something about covid during covid then a, a thing would come up that's like get the facts about covid like this post is spreading misinformation, but here's the truth about everything. And then you would go to a website that's like the vaccine is a hundred percent makes everything better in the whole world. Science proven. And it's like, that's not a, a real fact check when a dude that's doing the fact checking is being paid to think a certain way. But on community notes, it's just crowdsourced. It's like we're just general public on Twitter. Is this bullshit or not? So when people are like, yes, it's bullshit. And here's why. Then that's the first community note that pops up when you read this bullshit. So now people are like scared, more scared to post the bullshit because they know they'll get called out on it. And I think that's a good thing. That happened with uh, what's the guy's name? Mehdi Hassan or something like that some CNN guy or MSNBC or whatever, like posted something saying like, people are always talking about black on white crime and nobody ever talks about like white on white crime or uh, something like that. I forget the exact whatever, but the guy was like white people and black people kill each other at the exact same number. Like they're both about 2000 people a year. And then community notes chimed in and was like, yeah, but, there's like 80% white people and like 13% black people. So the rate is super duper higher among black people just to add context to what you're saying. And then he responded like, well, I see the MAGA community notes is out in force today. And it's like, that's not a MAGA thing, dude. That's just what the truth of the matter is. Like you're, you can do that with statistics about a bunch of shit. Like, murder rate versus number of murders are two different numbers so like leftists can be like did you know that most murders happen in republican states and it's like yeah but what cities in those states did you know most murders happen in in democrat cities so you can use the statistic on both ends to just prove whatever bullshit point you're trying to make but with community notes you can't do it as easily now I don't know what the point was, but there you go. That's why I get that's why I get so frustrated with people. Like when they're presented with certain facts, they can never just be like, "Oh wow, I didn't know that." You know, like there's no shame in that. Instead, of, instead they always have to be like, "Oh, here come the Ku Klux Klan!" Like what? <laughs> right? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, all right, let's play this one. I think this this is Anderson Cooper. What's he doing? All moderated by Caitlin Collins, the first of the 2024 presidential campaign is now in the books. Good evening from New York. Oh, from Washington, and it was an interesting night. Uh, Mr. Trump's first lie was told 
just seconds into the night with his false claim that the 2020 election was, quote, a rigged election. And the falsehoods kept coming fast and furious about the January 6th insurrection, about the threat to Vice President Pence, about Pence's ability to return the election, about COVID, about the economy and more. He called a black law enforcement officer a thug. He said people here in Washington, D.C. at Chinatown don't speak English. He attacked Caitlin as a nasty woman because she was trying to get him to answer a question. Perhaps most chillingly, the day after a nine-person jury of his peers in New York found him liable for sexual battery and defamation and ordered him to pay writer E. Jean Carroll $5 million, he made fun of her account of her sexual assault. And many in the audience laughed. The, and applauded. The former president making his first appearance tonight on this network since the 2016 election. He spoke with and took questions from the Hampshire Republican and undeclared voters who plan to take part in the GOP primary. And it took place just a day after, as uh, Jake referenced, Manhattan federal jury found him liable of sexually abusing and defaming writer E. Jean Carroll. Dude, they're like so it. they're so fucking gross, man. <laughs> yeah. Like he all of those things are at least worth a conversation. And but for them to just be like he lied about this, he lied about this, this, this and this. And it's like you don't have the facts to say that he lied about these things. You just don't want to talk about them. So you just brush it off and you're like he's lying. Well, and that moderator, I forget her name, but um, what was her name? Liz or something? I don't anyway, remember. you know, she asked him about the election, the 2020 election, or she said, will you admit it? It was a, it was a, I forget her wording, but she was basically like, will you admit it if you lose? And he's like, yeah, if it's a fair election. And she's like, so no, you won't. And he's like, no, I will. I'll be happy to. I'll be honored to if, if it, if it is, but it's not. And she's just like, I knew it. You know, it's like, no, you don't know shit. He, he's he's saying that if it's free and fair, then yes, he will admit it. But it wasn't. And there's mounds of evidence that it wasn't. And he's not lying about it. And you fucking asked him about it. So don't act like he won't shut up about it. And you asked him about it. Right. She was asking about 2024 when she was saying that. She was like, if you lose the 2024 election, will you like bow out gracefully or whatever? And he was like, well, if it's... If it's not rigged, sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> that seems like a good answer to me. I don't know. Yeah. Do we have another video there? Let's, uh... We got, we got one more. and Well, maybe two more. Um, this is the one... Yeah, this this is this is another one of those videos that proves he's not the bastard that they that they make him out to be. Oh yeah. I love the policy that you have for the military. Thank I you. Wanted to know if Trump Towers would be part of that veteran job. Are you talking about here? We we're doing some of that actually already. We have it very much involved. Why? What are you looking for? What kind of position? Come up here. She looks so smart. Good. Do you mind if I do a job interview right now? We need good people. How are you? So what's your experience in front of the world? Uh, well, I design, I do wreaths, I do uh, all types of decorations. And you like this building? Yeah. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. There's the men. Stand right over here. If we can make a deal in the salary, she's going to probably have a job. Okay. All right. Good. Have a good time. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you. Good. Thank you. So nice. Really nice. Look at that with the tears. 
seemed nice. She's just a good, she just seemed like a good person to me. Just seemed like a good person to me. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He is. Fuck off if you don't see it. You're not looking hard enough. The guy's... <laughs> yeah, it's know. not even that you're not looking. It's that you're purposely avoiding looking. And that's worse, you know? Yeah. Well, I told you about my friend who uh, who became not my friend. One of them. Um, two people that I never thought would do that to me. And one of them was like, I just can't be friends with somebody who is friends with somebody who's so divisive or anyone who can support Trump. And I'm like, it's about the truth, man. It's not about him. And now Joe Rogan came out the other day and said, I would vote for Trump over Biden, which no one ever thought that, that those words would come out of his mouth. And they did. And it's all I can do to not message him and be like, hey, dickhead, do you still, you know, would you say this to Joe Rogan? You know, like if he wanted you to open at his club, would you do it? You know, I guarantee he would. Um, anyway. Uh, people are full of shit, Mike. Do we have any more videos? What's the I thought there was pool? Uh, something else. I forget what it was, but... The ladies' pool... Oh, the Ukraine deal. You want to do that one? Oh, yeah, that one's like 15 seconds. It's not really... It's just a short moment of Zelensky being like, we need money. <laughs> and All right, Trump's let's... Like, yeah, and hopefully you can work this shit out. And Zelensky just has a look like, well, we're not here to work things out. We're here to get money. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, we'll play this one, ladies' pool finals. I'm not sure what this one's about either. You're playing for Black Lives, Fill you up and never let you down. Make it a Bud Light. You're the defending ladies' pool champion? Yes, I am. The Bud Light commercial is funny because it's like the same group of people that are like super pro-trans girls or whatever now were just like shitting on it back in like 1995. Oh, those guys were all those guys were all part of that? Are all part of what's going on today? No, not necessarily. But it's just the idea that the same company that pushed a trans girl was like making fun of the ideas of men dressing up as women to like benefit themselves. Because that was the yeah. whole joke of the commercial was like, it's ladies pool night. And like dudes came in dressed as girls and were like, we're here for the ladies pool. And they just yeah. dominated. But then at the end, it's a dude also dressed like a woman. And it's like, wait, you're the reigning woman's champion? And the dude from, uh, what was that? What show was that guy in? I don't remember now. But that guy's like a f famous dude who was in at the end of that commercial that was like, yes, I am. He was in I the Oceans of Peace. Oh, that's right. I thought he was in the, uh, uh, yep, all right. I was he thinking probably sneakers. Was. Did you ever see sneakers with Dan Aykroyd and like Sidney Poitier or something? Sidney Poitier? It wasn't like a good movie, but it was a like a Ocean's Eleven-y sort of thing from the early 90s. There's no reason that we need to be talking about it right now. Okay. 
Well, we can wrap up this podcast anyway, but yeah, that was back when America had a sense of humor, and uh, hopefully we'll get back to that, you know, where we can joke about things again. I mean, we still can joke about them, but it just sucks that you have to find an audience for it rather than people just enjoying humor, what it is. Yeah, so many audiences that are like, please don't joke about that. Yeah. I'm like, why don't, when do you get to decide what the fuck I joke about? That doesn't yeah. seem fair. But anyway, yeah, I got to go uh, shower and change my clothes and get ready and go do this show that starts in less than an hour. So, all right. Well, have fun. All right, cool. I'll talk to you later. Good episode. Thanks. Bye-bye. Goodbye. All right, everybody. Nonsense slash truth again. It's going to get hard to say uh, the truth again podcast. But this was our first actual episode of the truth again um, because we changed the podcast. We just decided it was a better name um, for a variety of reasons. So as always, going to make it happen, M-A-C-A-N, it happen.com. Help out little Bo Macon and his family. Share these podcasts if you enjoy them. Uh, tip us if you would like. We're not making any money off this, really, so we would appreciate that. And uh, that's it. God bless all of you. Thanks for tuning in, and take care. Goodbye.